Happy. Let's all do it together. Ready? (laughs) Ready? Happy New Year. That's right. This is uh, Institute for Homeland Security podcast bringing you the first of the year. Welcome to we have no guests. We have no one. Well, we have three people here, but we want to suspect. Absolutely. (laughs) So we wanted to just. We didn't, you know, we promised that we would, or we committed, I would say. We that committed we would, to be disrupt, disruptful. Disrupting. Yes. So disruptive. we're disrupting your holidays now. <laughs> yeah, really. There it is. And we're trying to be helpful. But hey, uh, hope everybody had a great holiday season. We're still on break here at Sam Houston, coming back to class soon in a couple of weeks. But we wanted to take a minute. This will just be a very short uh, burst, if you will, to say greetings and reflect on kind of where we've been since we started this up. Uh, Grant, any opening comments for this very brief podcast? Yeah, I'm just thankful to uh, all the guests that we've had on, had the pleasure to have in our studio um, as we got underway uh, with this effort in 2023. And uh, now we're entering a new year. We've we've talked to a number of our, our colleagues heard stories from or around the globe and around uh, critical infrastructure. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just uh, grateful to, to have been here and to uh, be able to share some of these uh, personal anecdotes and uh, have fun doing it. Marcus. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm having a ton of fun with this. And I like geeking out about things that I don't know much about. I like learning about new things. And this has been really fascinating in that. And it really strikes me, you know, the guests have been great. The conversation has been great, but it really strikes me every time it feels like we come back to the importance of being flexible and the importance of being practical and just being prepared. And these are, they're not easy things, but they are simple things in a lot of ways. And that dynamic is really fascinating for I think about Clyde's story uh, on getting his people out of Libya. And really, when you think about critical infrastructure protection, homeland security topics, it's not global and it's local. And even though we've tried to bring compelling stories, we we had uh, Julio uh, on the on the last or end of the year, wrapping up the end of the year, talking about his exploits in Puerto Rico and even though that's it's global at the end of the day there's still threats right here so don't mm-hmm. feel like as you're listening you're like oh man those stories are compelling and all this global stuff what does that mean to me the fact is is that it happens right here and we tell the big stories so we can get to the important little stuff which is what hopefully we've equipped some of you got to thinking cuz you said geeking out is what are what are your takeaways what are you learning so um that's kind of we just wanted to talk a little bit about that. So, Marcus, I'm going to start with you, then I'm going to go to Grant. So, and I'm putting them on the spot here. Is first is what was the most compelling thing when you reflect on what you've heard? Where you're, you know, did you have the an aha moment? Did you have a oh geez moment? Did you have a wow I never thought about that before moment? And I'm stretching this out, so I'm giving them time to prepare. <laughs> no, I, I have it. I have it. I, it was the conversation about blockchain and emerging technology, because that's, you know, blockchain isn't something we use often in the journalism world or think about often in mass communication, but I can see how it is really practical and really feasible in some really interesting ways because it's effectively crowdsourced, you know? It's secure because a big enough pool of people has the record, has the receipt, and that, 
you know, as a journalist, that idea is really attractive to me. But on a practical level, that also makes a lot of sense. And that's something I hadn't thought about. And then AI, thinking about generative AI from a security perspective, you know, usually I'm thinking about it in a how can I use this to help, you know, publish, help get things out there and also detect things, you know, detect BS. But y'all are looking at it from a very different skill set, a very different perspective. And I think that's really cool. Grant, over to you. Yeah, so for me, I, I think I reflect on the risk and resilience uh, portion of a lot of our conversations, you know, and we've, we've talked about critical infrastructure and, you know, I think about what that, what that means for the way that we are able to live our lives and, and what we're accustomed to in these 16 critical infrastructure areas. It's kind of uh, large when you start to think about the thousands of of companies and and you know just how much of that is owned by the private sector but to the point about um you know it, it really is a lot of the little things that uh, you can do to be more resilient and to uh, be risk avoidance and to have that continuity of operations that we've heard about in several of our podcast episodes and all that comes down i mean from the collective of all the companies on down to uh, your individual organization, even your department, even your personal life. You know, what what are you doing to keep um, your lights on, your water running, your uh, automobiles uh, operational, and um, you know, just just to keep your your own way of life uh, resilient. I know that. So we've been at. I've been at this for two years, and I think the big impact or influence on me, because my background is entirely in government, 26 years in law enforcement, seven as a uh, naval civilian, Navy civilian, teaching about how to take out illicit networks, and then so far two years here, standing up and running this institute focused on critical infrastructure protection. And a huge gap for me was understanding the business, uh, the business side of this and learning that security is not a priority. Not, I wouldn't say a priority, but it is not something that people who are business owners are thinking about. Security is when something bad happens in a business, it's more about insurance will cover that. That's kind of the take. And that's not the case. And there's a, as, as I've learned, it's this idea that, look, you have to tie critical infrastructure, protection, resilience strategies the recovery strategies too. What is that? How do we change that mindset from insurance will cover it to this actually could affect how I my business operates in the long run? And I think about supply chain as an example that we've had this conversation of if you have a business that is making a widget that requires three things, and the first two things are from large companies that provide that, but the third thing is a smaller company you have a plan of who you go to if they shut down for some reason, because even if this, if that smallest one shuts down, you're shut down. And that could be catastrophic to your business. If there's a weather event, if there's something that occurs, you know, we, of course we always say the big um, COVID word, but if the world shuts down, do you have consistency? Do you have uh, contingencies to deal with that? Any other comments there? I'm kind of, I, I caught it. He wasn't expecting <laughs> yeah. me to throw it over to no, him. I mean, I, I'm just thinking, you know, analogously, you know, car insurance is great, but not getting in an accident is better. You know, 
know, just, well, that's good. Just oh, that's really good. In terms of, you know, well, we have insurance for that. It's no problem. <laughs> well, and it's not just, it's good. It's not just the bureaucratic solutions either. You know, it's also about picking the route home that's best for you. It's also about exactly. embracing ways or Google maps to help you do that. It's about finding the car that, you know, is safer in the first place or going to a good mechanic to maintain your, you know, 10 year old Mazda and not the, the shoddy one down the street. It's all, blended, you know, and I think I had a perspective that a lot of, you know, sort of the same thing, that it's all public sector, that this is the government protecting us, instituting everything. And it's not. It's it's much more blended than that. It's it's much more practical. You know, you have to assemble your own strategies and your own, you know, solutions in a lot of ways. So full disclosure, we do record these uh, like we'll do multiple recordings and it just happens that uh, Julio Gonzalez from CISA was our guest, and he actually is here with us. So, uh, Julio, you talked about cheap and what? What were the two words? Or easy? Or No cost, low cost. No cost, low cost. And when you guys were talking about, first of all, I really liked what you said is that, yeah, it's good to have insurance. It's better not to get in an accident. It's no cost, low cost solutions to what's going on. Uh, it's, but again, thinking in the context of if I have a business, it's about generating profit. It's about making a living. It's about taking care of my people. And we need to be thinking, it's important for a business owner to be thinking about this from the cybersecurity stuff, which Julio talked about to physical locations. Right now we've got a huge issue with organized retail theft and how do we address that? We'll be talking about these kinds of topics as we move into next year. So let's transition back to what can we expect in the coming year. Now, Julio, you've got lots of uh, folks that you're partnered with and and you threw out two or three topics. So unfortunately, I mean, I'm really looking forward to having you back <laughs> in the studio. Tell us about what you're, what you were, what you were throwing out at us in terms of potential topic. You know, I think potential topics, I, I think the, the water wastewater sector is definitely an important one that, you know, with, with everything that's going on right now, right, and, and it's important for people to understand why is cybersecurity important to me, right? How is that? How can that impact my day to day, my operations? So, uh, same thing, you know, with the healthcare sector. Again, these are two sectors that, uh, like our uh, agency director says, they are target rich, resource poor, right? So, how do we how do we do outreach with those? Make sure that people are educated, that they understand what the risks are, so then they can take some mitigation actions. So my intent is to bring you back to be part of those two conversations. We actually have two project managers who are focused on those two areas, so I'm looking forward to that. But you also have some connections to some other folks that we look forward to meeting and bringing in to have a conversation with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the maritime sector, transportation sector is also, you know, another Another area of importance, and once once you start talking about you know oil and gas, the maritime industry, you know those are more not only targeted by uh, criminal organizations, but also being targeted or or potentially being targeted by uh, you know foreign nations. We actually went almost fifty minutes with your podcast. We ran out of. I kept trying to say, all right, six minutes left, and then 16 minutes later, we're still going. So we're looking forward to having you back to continue to contribute to the to the knowledge base for folks who are interested in listening. We'll also be inviting back Nick Reese, who talked about 
uh, Emerging Technology with Rob Crane, who's a member of our team. Uh, you can look forward to uh, meeting other members of our organization. I anticipate that we'll be look, we'll have a retired two-star general joining us in the new year to talk about his role here at SAM and talk about his career. Uh, just us telling compelling stories to hopefully, A, get you thinking about topics related to critical infrastructure protection. But if you're out there thinking about a career change or how can I work in this space, how can we, wow, I am fired. Um, I just fired myself. Uh, maybe that's the alarm to shut up, nerd, <laughs> right? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, last uh, comments or final thoughts as we kind of wrap up our New Year greeting. And we will be back and add it uh, on the 15th or whatever the second Monday of July is. Grant? Jan January. January. <laughs> July. Also, also a holiday, but uh, yeah, um, we'll we'll hit it as so close excited. as we can. <laughs> Why did I say July? I have no idea. <laughs> wait, no. Wait. We 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 need to make good use of our time between January and July. Something like that. Sure. It better be, be a busy. really good podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying. It is the fifteenth, January fifteenth. All right, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yep. No, it's uh, looking forward to a great year. And if you've got an idea for a podcast topic that you'd like to hear, you can. Let us know at ihs at shsu.edu, and we'd love to hear from you. I have an idea. Send it in uh, the you, email. Yeah, send it in the email. I, I'm thinking that um, if you make a suggestion to us about a topic that we actually do a podcast on that you've sent in, we're going to give you a prize package. Julio, can I count on you for a coin from CISA? Absolutely. All right. We'll and we'll, uh, for uh, Marcus, can we get some swag from Mascom? Sure. And I know we can put some stuff together from Sam Houston and IHS. It'll be a cool little little prize package. Yeah. So. Has our order of uh, Mike Asplin bobblehead dolls come in yet? The It's such a big uh, – the, the mold was so big, it's going to take – there's a supply chain issue with the materials necessary to actually cast it. So oh, it'll nice. take a little bit to, to get there. Uh, but with that said, uh, thanks, everybody, for supporting us and listening. I hope that you found these things uh, helpful and the topics helpful. And just remember, Happy New Year, be safe. And here at IHS, we are disruptive but, but helpful. helpful. Have a good one. Thank you. Structurally Sound is the podcast for the Institute for Homeland Security at Sam Houston State University. It is supported by the College of Criminal Justice and the Mass Communication Department. Our hosts are Michael Asplund, Grant Threat, and Marcus Funk, who also produces and edits the show. Our music was written by Kevin Clifton, and artwork was created by the Idea Factory, part of the Department of Art at Sam Houston State. Additional support comes from Shannon Lane, Rose Cater, Charles Henson's, and enthusiastic Bearcats everywhere.